It's time to watch The Muppets, The Muppets Mayhem. said that in a sentence today like for real though i was like oh wow this is like a unique to new york and then i was like oh my god idiot Idiot. (laughs) you're like oh my god you know what kind of pants i love red leather and yellow leather (laughs) red leather yellow leather (laughs) she sells seashells by the seashore (laughs) oh actually um we're going on vacation together in september Mm -hmm. and i'm going home a day earlier than the rest of everybody and Mm -hmm. guess what i'm gonna go see squeeze the next day but y'all still be is that happening in asbury that day yeah i thought i was gonna be able to see that too that stinks it's squeeze with the psychedelic furs megan i can't fucking take it i have to go (sighs) hi megan hi dougie um Nice hole in your sock. Don't Thank can't you. you afford like socks oh without holes God, in them? Please, I don't have time for this. It's time to watch the Muppets, Megan. <laughs> I don't have time to talk about my Hoover po- Hoover flags <laughs> in my socks. Damn, you can't even mop the floor with those socks. You can't, Megan. Dougie, it's time to watch the Muppets. Oh my gosh, we did. We watched the Muppets. Isn't it so weird that we're watching modern day Muppets? It is really weird, and we only have. You know, after this, we have one more to go, and then we're going back to watching The Muppet Show. It's, it's going to be, be such a trip for us gonna to go back It's going to be very weird. Very weird. Especially because this episode, like, had a touch of that in it, you know? Like, there's, like, sequences from the Elton John episode in this episode. I know! Okay, so we watched episode nine, track nine, Drift Away of The Muppets Mayhem, airing in the U.S. on May 10th, 2023, and in the U.K. on May 10th, 2023. This episode is written by Danell Moransky and Crystal Shaw. It was directed by Kimmy Gatewood. What is Driftwood? Driftwood? Who sings that? Drift Away? Drift Away. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, Drift Away. You're going to make me skip ahead to the notes well, here. Well, I'm confused. The episode's title comes from the song Drift Away, made famous by Uncle Cracker and Dobie Gray. Cool. That's why I didn't know the song. You know the song. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Freudian slip. (laughs) I went to um, pub trivia a couple of weeks ago, and it was music trivia. trivia. And they played a clip from this song, and we had to say who the version, because it was aughts, was the category. Ah. And we had to say who was singing it, and I was like, I literally have no idea who was singing it. And it was fucking Uncle Cracker. I think this is what one was of, like, his. Two what was his song that his main Uncle his- Cracker's song was "Follow Me." Follow me, and everything is alright. Yeah, I'll be the one to dug you in at night. Okay, uh, drift away. You ready? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So that was a time where, in the early aughts, where like country and rock were sort of melding and that now country like, and rap is melding right is yeah that where we are this now? was the the country rock whatever that that was like yeah uncle cracker kid rock like nickelback to a degree i feel like it's got like a weird like 
country kind of flair to are, them. Aren't they from Canada? Are they? But, you know, Calgary's in Canada, so. Mm-hmm. And what... What's country? What rap country? Lil Nas X. I guess. And then the other one. Yeah. The... Can you believe... Okay, I know I'm now derailing us. Can you believe that Tracy Chapman's Fast Car by Luke Combs is, like, a huge thing? Luke Combs, the country music star, is doing a cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car right now that apparently is a billboard hit. Yeah. Yes, Tracy Chapman is now the first black woman with writing credits on a billboard chart country. Good for her. Isn't that nuts? Good. I hope she's getting cash money for that. I hope so, too. That's a great song. It's such a good fucking song. It's a classic song. I was listening to um, Phoebe Bridgers has a radio show on Sirius called... um, Oh, my God. What the fuck is her show called? It's so funny. Saddest Factory Radio. (laughs) And uh, it's her and some friends, her and her bandmates. They have people on and they just talk about music. And she had um, the lead singer of the band Claude on. I think their name is just Claude. But they were on and... um, they had brought on Tracy Chapman's Fast Car to basically say that when they first heard that song, they were like, oh, my God, you can just sing like this. Yeah. That you can write a song that sounds like this. That's insane. It's so unique. It's so in and of itself and everything. And, like, I don't remember the first time I heard that song. That song was huge in the 90s. Huge. Like, insane. I mean, huge. What's the other big Tracy Chapman hit? I know so many. I feel like I... There's like well, two. There's Fast I love Car. You is all that. But that's a cover, I think. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. And then there's um Say it, say it, say it. Tell it like it is. And then there's Walk Out the Door. Uh None of these give are the one song. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Turn right. And, and I'll, I'll turn, turn right back, back around. around. I yeah. don't want to leave. That is the most famous one, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully Tracy Chapman really is just fucking rolling in it right now. Yeah, I, I mean, her. it's very hard to, I think, make a lot of money in the record industry nowadays. Yeah. But the record company's going to give me lots of money and everything is going to be all right. What is that? Real Big Fish. Oh, it sounds kind of like uh, Aladdin. Sell out. With me, oh yeah, sell out. Okay. With me to Aladdin. The, pl- <laughs> the plot to the episode Drift Away. You ready? Mm-hmm. Consumed by their new solo pursuits, the band makes a shocking announcement on a live radio show. So, cold open. You ready? Vanless, Nora is now chauffeur. Nora asks how they don't get motion sick. Okay. I don't even know how you're on your phones without getting crazy car sick. I myself have a stomach of... Um, oh my. Um, I don't feel so hungry. Guys, just put the phones down. But I'm tweeting my followers and they need to. Oh. Okay, these phones are becoming oh. a real problem. Dad job, Banjo, Bonnie. No, no, everyone, just, just calm down and take a deep breath, okay? Just. Oh. There. Good. <laughs> and then they all get sick. This was so fucking funny. So, like, my little brother gets motion sick like that like he can't look if he's driving he said it's easier for him so like he can like you know change a song or whatever hit the gps but yeah if he's the passenger in a car and he looks at his phone for too much he will get nauseous yeah. i don't have that do you I have do. that yeah really i can't sit i can't even i can barely sit in the back seat of a car without really? getting sick i mean i'm primarily the driver mm-hmm. most of the time you know but yeah i can 
do whatever I want. And like, whatever. You know whatever. what I mean? Like, I don't care. I'll read the phone. I'll do, you know, it doesn't bother me. You just have, like, a strong constitution. Now. I guess so. Great. Because, yeah, my brother said that he first found that out basically as a kid sitting in the backseat playing, like, Pokemon. And then he, like, threw up everywhere. Yeah, he'd, like, feel sick and yeah. he'd have to, like, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it get, I, get, I was in the back of an Uber today and I was looking at my phone reading emails and I thought I was going to die. You were just, and you were just trying to be a busy businesswoman. I was just trying to be a busy businesswoman. Catching up, girl mm-hmm. bossing, catching mm-hmm. up on emails. Total girl bossing. Cutting through red tape. And then puking. Wait. Is the the titular woman from the short skirt long jacket song? Is she the original girl boss? Oh my god, she might be. Right? I want a girl. With I'm trying to think of any of the other things that she has. Oh yeah. I know she uses a machete to cut through red tape. Yeah, she does. She's fast, thorough, sharp as attack. Chrysler something. All I have is rock and roll lifestyle. I had <laughs> Those are two very different I know. Songs. Okay. And then so, wait, what's the one about, um, oh my God, what's there, what's another, oh, Comfort Eagle. I love that song too. Uh, my favorite one is Italian Leather Sofa. I love Italian Leather Sofa. So good. Which was then used as the theme song for the show Mission Hill. So good. Cake fucking rules. Cake fucking rules. You know, it's so weird because they're one of those bands that like uniquely makes cake songs. And they could release a cake song today, and you'd be like, that sounds like a cake song. Yeah. So, like, just it's, as much as a song from 1995 does. Exactly. It's so weird. It is, but it's so cool. That, I like, love that. like, you created them. your own sound in such a manner yeah. that he it's has, timeless. Yeah, has such a unique voice, too. Yeah. I love it. So weird. Would Have you ever seen Cake in concert? I don't think so. I would go see Cake. Yeah, I would too. I'm sure that's Cake is one of those bands where you go see them and they play 12 songs and you're like, I know nine of these yeah, word yeah, for yeah. word. You know what I mean? And then there's like not little kids there, which is probably there's cool definitely too. not little kids yeah. there. Where are the little kids yeah. there? They're like, oh my god, you know these songs? <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Honestly, when people are like, oh my god, you know this? <laughs> like, yeah, I know this. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Okay, so. Nora now is trying to get together the band for a band meeting. There's a lot of Muppet feet in this episode. There is a lot of Muppet feet. I loved it. There were so many Muppet legs and Muppet feet. Especially when we see Janice. Janice is teaching yoga on Instagram to one million followers. It's been like a day and she has amassed one million followers that she calls the For Shirleyans. For Shirleyans. Janice is low-key... Running a cult, like, right? For sure. Sorry to interrupt. Whoa, Janice, you got a million Instagram followers in a week? I know, right? Like, who knew so many random people would relate to my self-healing journey? It's like they blindly follow everything I say. It's wonderful. Yeah, she definitely is. She definitely has a cult. Yeah, we get to see her do all sorts of like downward dog, upward Janice whatever. Janice is the original cool girl. When she does the one where she's like, what does she call it? Like the magic carpet or something where she's oh like, oh my fly- god, she she's floats. Just floating. Her yoga poses are all, so hilarious. All of the yoga poses were so fucking funny. Yeah, they really were. And it was like that, like classic Henson style, like green screen silliness. I did it really appreciate that it was shot. The whole scene is shot in like broad daylight. Yeah. So you can't, you know, like you can't fuck that up. Otherwise, it looks really cheesy. But it looked perfect. It was so cool. Yeah, I loved it. I think this was really fun and funny. And so, Janice 
Janice is so cool. She's so fucking cool. I know. So she tries to get Janice down to the meeting, and she's going to go on now to each of the members. When she finds Lips, she sees that Lips has hired speechwriters. That is cold. <laughs> Sorry, who are all you people? We're speechwriters. For? Mr. Lips had a vision. He's on a mission to save the world. And this is more about him saving the world again. So all of his speechwriters are there to help him because he has a vision and he needs help to, like, bring it to life. This is a weird, weird nod now to a thing that happened episodes ago when they were in the desert. Last week you mentioned that Nora talks about how when they were in the desert she was an eagle, blah, 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 blah. A raven. No, a hawk. A hawk. Yeah, we were both wrong. It's a hawk. A lot of things happened in Joshua Tree. I was a falcon. It was a whole thing. I think so. A hawk? Falcon. Falcon. We're all wrong. Yeah. We're all wrong three on, of us. On so many accounts. All three of us. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I was a... I was a um, okay, the Falcon... I was a Falcon. It was a whole thing. The Falcon reminds me of a movie that I don't know if you saw, and I wish I could remember the name of it, Peanut but it's Falcon. like a terrible lesbian movie from the 90s. Definitely haven't. Um... Is Piper, Piper Parabo? Pa- Fuck. Isn't I, it Megan, you didn't even let me Parabo? finish the sentence asking you if Piper Parabo is in it. Okay, what is this movie called? <laughs> She's only in like three movies, so it'll be easy. So to okay, up. there's like Imagine Me and You. Nope, not that one. It's called Lost and Delirious, 2001. It wasn't the 90s, <laughs> but it mu- but wait. it must have been pre 9/11. I was gonna say, find out if you are you on IMDb. What's the movie called again? It's called Lost and Delirious. Lost and Delirious. July 6, 2001. Yes, it was pre 9/11. July 6, 2000. Okay, perfect. So then it is the it 90s. It is the 90s. Yeah. Oh, the movie came out July 6, 2001. Yep, in the 1990s. Yep. Very good. Yep. And like, there's a whole Raven scene. It's really embarrassing. Uh, it's like really embarrassing. She like dresses in a tuxedo. It's uh, so cringy. Jesus Christ. Ugh, cringe, cringe, cringe. So next, Nora moves on to Animal. Animal's doing TikTok dances with Hannah. He's fully Poor animal. like he's standing in front of green screens TikTok, doing all sorts of dances. Yeah. He's definitely turned into a mindless. Drum. And the TikTok noises are in the background. It's very mm-hmm. funny though. Yeah, it's very TikTok. Yeah, I was really pleased to see with this whole series that we're doing TikToks. We're sending tweets. We have Instagram followers. It's not like, you know when you watch other things and it's like a bullshit, like Friendster, Face face Facts, you know, like all these little like fake ass things. That drives me fucking crazy. And they use like more relatively newer TikTok things because what I realized is that if I hear a TikTok song or a song that was made popular on TikTok or a sound that was made popular on TikTok during the quarantine time, Mm -hmm. I feel like, whoa, that was forever ago and it takes me literally back. I never want to hear the expression what's the what's something that lives in your head rent for whatever. You know, like all of those things that are like just so like remember like um remember like last summer I said uh uh huh you know what I'm talking about? I don't even know the words yeah, to these things. Yeah. And he mentioned Buffy the Vampire <laughs> Slayer in it. I set him up as like Buffy. Yeah, there are so many things that are like uniquely like, I'm on this app for the seventh hour in a row. I can't do anything else. So this is, I'm doing my part. <laughs> oh my god! Like I'm doing my part. I'm laying in my bed, reading, watching TikToks. Yeah, and that's when I really discovered TikTok, though. Is mm-hmm. during that time I was I think like, "That's all millennials really discovered it." Then, like, yeah, just 
laying in a bed, drooling, like and drinking. Yeah, basically. And well, yeah, definitely. And then like <laughs> Tiger King and mm-hmm. all of that. And then yeah. Are so. you nostalgic for that time? No, actually, no. I'm not. That was a fucking nightmare. I hated terrible. it. Um, we also learned that Zoot has gone completely digital. Later digital, on in the episode, digital, we, get we down. find out that he's thrown his Just camera you in the garbage. And me. You know that NSYNC song, right? Digital, digital, get down. It's about cybering. Remember? Do oh my s- god! First of all, do cybering. you want a cyber? A S L. Um, thirty-two. <laughs> male Argentina. <laughs> I'm a 13-year-old girl. Not even. I can't believe I said 32. I'm in fourth, that's, that's... I'm in fourth grade, but I'm going to say I'm 19. Oh, definitely. Going into message boards and lying about who you were yeah. just to see how creepy the other person yeah. on the other end of the internet was. This guy said he's being a boner. Oh, my and God. He... I have to sign off. Sign off. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like, we're being creeps yeah. because we're trying to, like, goad people into, like, I saying know. weird shit meanwhile, and lying to them. there's an abundance of pedophilia online, so. What a, like, weird thing thing very weird like that early and to call internet. it cybering yeah it's f- that's fucking stupid i know yeah we're gonna, we're gonna have cyber sex, cyber sex. We're are you cybering. a virgin mm, mm-hmm. not on the does cybering count <laughs> then now remember when people used to be like sex is only penetration and like <laughs> All of that stuff. Like, I did not have sexual relationships. Oh, it's because that of Bill depends thing. on yeah. what the definition yeah, 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 yeah. of is is. Whatever. <laughs> and who keeps a dress with semen on it? That's fucking weird. Isn't that on purpose? Though that's on pur- that's on purpose. Yeah. Isn't that like Linda Tripp told her to do that or some shit like that? I guess so. But like now that I think about it, I had an ex girlfriend uh, whose name starts with a V and ends with an. Aka. And um, I remember she had a skirt with semen on it. And I was why? like, why? She's like, well, it's stained. And I'm like, well, then throw it away. Okay, first of all. Stained? It was a black skirt with fucking semen on it. Wash it. I'm like, that's disgusting. That's absolutely disgusting. Wash it or throw it away. Toss it in the trash. No, that's, it was washed. That's disgusting. I think that's gross. I, Megan, I'm, I'm, I'm having all sorts I'm, of weird flashbacks. <laughs> I'm steamrolling over this. Yeah, please and do. And I'm going to say... So next, Nora finds Teeth and Teeth's with Penny, and now they eat spicy Satan's food on YouTube. Satan's blowout. Satan's blowout hot sauce. That was disgusting. Did they do, in this episode, they did the one chip challenge. Have you? Are you familiar with that? The Pakwi chips? No. Am I saying that right? Pakwi? Pakwi. I don't know, but I've heard of it, but I guess it's a very spicy chip. It's a very spicy potato chip. You can get them at like Five Below. I think I've seen them at Wawa. And it comes in a coffin, a cardboard coffin. Did Five Below have to raise its prices to be like Seven Below? Have you been in Five Below lately? No. They have a $10 section at Five Below. Mm-hmm. It's like how the Dollar Tree is now a dollar twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Biden inflation, right? Where is there Five Below? Is there still one in Homedale? You know, they opened one. There's still one in Homedale. Getting real specific. They put one in Gateway. Get out. Where Blockbuster was. It's a Five Below now. Wow. Yeah, isn't that wild? That is wild. So Five Below is like a thing. Yeah, I guess. Remember when it was like this like cute, When Five Below started, it was I have a mini Parcheesi that I got at Five Below. I have a Steve Irwin doll that talks. I could buy a mini anything. Do you know that? I went to the aquarium the other day and I bought a little shark that is Uh, maybe an inch long. Is it's it the a coolest thing in the world. It's a baby shark. shark. Do, 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 do. Sorry. 
Um, that so- song still slaps. <laughs> That song still slaps. Okay. Uh, so Teeth and Penny are now eating spicy food on a YouTube channel. And Floyd, it's revealed, is famous for writing soup jingles at the moment. He releases a jingle for a soup company. Remember when that he- soup song I wrote? Yeah. In Spite? Or whatever? Does he- I think it was In Spite, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like got him famous when he shows it to them and they try to skip past it he goes no it is the commercial <laughs> it was no, so this, fucking the funny. this is the best part i wrote the song in the commercial oh man so it's revealed basically and it's that a youtube commercial which i love too. yeah he's like i'm making i'm making commercial i'm making music for commercials that you can't skip before you watch a video on the internet yeah he's so proud of himself uh, so basically, there's a lot of funny lines in this episode, though. It for what it is, I think this episode basically is a like blip. the prelude to episode ten. Yeah, because this is a t- bridge episode. Oh my god, you are killing me! I'm trying to take this to the next thing. Go ahead. This is a bridge episode, though. This it is completely is. So, label lady has messed up. Basically, as Moog has put it, the band isn't working together. And Moog is mad and basically leaves. Not basically. Moog is mad and he leaves the shack. He just packs up all his shit and he fucking leaves. Good for him. So uh, even though Moog has left, JJ has a brilliant idea that will hopefully get the mayhem back together. He's invited Charlemagne the God to come talk to them on his podcast. I can't really figure out what the... Was it a podcast or was it a radio show? I only know of Charlemagne the God as he has a... Or had a, I don't know if he still has it, a Comedy Central weekly show called, like, The Week So Far or something like that. Been a week, hell of a week. So, I think it's called Hell of a Week with Charlemagne the God. It seemed like a like an Comedy XM Central. radio show. That's what, yeah, it, was, right? that's what like, it seemed like to me. And But they never said, like, it. I guess maybe, I don't know But you do interviews and you do the radio, the podcast and radio circuit, I think, is, like, one and the same now, probably. I think so, yeah. too. And I think maybe to just say that they were on his show... Was easier to digest for yeah, me. Yeah, whatever folks it than is, whatever. But it's so audio content. Charlemagne the God has them on his show where they all talk about their solo endeavors and not about the new album that they have coming out. And then they realize that they're breaking up. Yeah, the mayhem, like excitedly, kind of breaks up, and they credit Nora with helping them get to that place and the internet <laughs> because they're all happy with what they're doing by themselves, which isn't. Terrible. I don't think so. Not it's maybe. weird. Like, but the thing is, too, is if you think about it, like, yeah, they're a group of people, but it's like, or a group of Muppets, but like, they've technically, in theory, have been like touring in a bus together and not really evolving or making music or doing yeah. anything. Yeah. So and like, they found a new thing to what's do. What's so bad about this? And they were all amicably like, yeah, yeah, I support you. Yeah. When Nora says to Janice, she's like, hey, you guys have been together for forty years. And then Janice is like, it's been 50, and you know what? We love each other, and this is fine. And Nora's like, you're going to, like, throw it all away it's or whatever. It's not throwing like, it all she away. She acts as though, yeah, that they're just, like, done. She's like, we're a family. We never say goodbye to each other. That's what, I'm, you know? that's what like, I think. It's like, you know, there are ebbs and flows to friendships, just like any relationship. Uh-huh. And it's like... Sometimes there are growing pains. Sometimes you need to take time apart. Sometimes you take time together. It's like, and yeah. like, friendship... Over, like I feel like to have it last so long, you do need to give room in your friendships for your friends yeah. to grow and like evolve. Absolutely, and it's like 
without this like they're finding little passions and stuff they're gonna grow from it and then when they get back together they'll have new shit to write songs about yeah. You know, Nora's putting a lot of her bullshit, her trauma, her Fully. whatever on Fully. it. Like, you know, she even later on, she says like, oh, with with Hannah later on in the episode, she's like, I can't. I watched my family fall apart. I can't watch this fall apart. And she like uses that as her motivator to get them all back together, presumably for the next episode. But it's like, that's not what's happening. Janice fucking said to you outright in the middle of this episode that like. Just because they're growing apart a little bit doesn't mean that they're growing away from each other. They're just yeah, like, you know, they're like, growing. Maybe Nora should concentrate on her relationship with her sister if she cares about family that much. Yes. Yes. Just yeah. saying. Nora, again, has her head up her own ass. She does. She does. She does. She does. And I don't know why everybody has a crush on her. I'm not saying she's like, she's like, you know, she's a beautiful woman and stuff like that. But it's like, she's kind of a jerk. Yeah. When Janice gives her this little um, little talk in this episode, Janice also says, But until then, you'll always be an honorary for Shirleyan, who shall be spared during the reckoning. The what now? I fucking, I know. She's taking, so, and Nora's like, the what? And she's like, bye. And she just leaves. Bye. <laughs> I fucking love Janice. Janice, like, for whatever reason, I feel like your wife could be Janice. You think in, so? In some way. Like, just, like, those things. Like, you'll be spared. For, like, if she, you're like, I can imagine Liz saying, like, you're an honorary blah, 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 and you'll be spared from the whatever, and then bye. No explanation. Yeah, and then just out. a bye. I think it's so interesting how this show has, like, um, really been the, the Janice and, and Zoot show for me. The two of them have developed so interestingly. They really have. I love Janice everything is, about the two Janice of them. Janice and Teeth, I feel like, are the stars of this. Look, I, didn't, I didn't have an opinion on Zoot before yeah. we started watching this. And I'm like, Zoot might be my favorite member of the He's mayhem. He's so good. <laughs> That's <laughs> my impression of him. <laughs> uh, Janice, I have to name this line, and I don't know where this is in the episode, but mm-hmm. she says, Ooh, like totally, and as my goopy gal pal Gwyneth would say, we're consciously unbanding. Talking about Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> when they're on Charlemagne the God show. My Oh, yeah, my goopy gal pal, I was like, what a funny yeah, thing to because say. Because she says, like, as my goopy gal pal would put it, we are consciously uncoupling. Yeah, oh my God, <laughs> yes. Just like her and what Chris Martin, Chris right? Martin from Coldplay, yeah. Oh, fuck. So, um, Nora then goes to see Penny, and her successes have forced Penny's hand to gift her Waxtown Records, basically. Penny hands over the whole label to her and says, like, hey, you know, where the mayhem may be disbanding, you have phone calls out the wazoo of people who want you to produce for them. They want your help. They want you. You've done the undoable, you know? Yeah. And it's and it's kind of funny, so... so- Nora gets the record company and she's not even like happy about it. She's no. like, confused. No, because I think she's just so worried about how she may have destroyed the mayhem, you know? And then JJ comes in and he's like all excited. Yeah. And he kind of like proves that he's like the light villain of this whole series, that he may have persuaded things to go in certain directions. He convinced Penny and and Teeth to take their show on the road or whatever and than to, like, entrust Nora with the label. And he thinks he's doing it for, like, the betterment of their relationship and for their future and stuff. But it's so funny because it's, like, 
This is so classic, like, the man wants to be, like, the fixer. This, like, white knight. Yeah, where it's, like, he technically is giving Nora what she wants, in theory, because that's what she told him she wanted, but Nora doesn't even know that she, what she wants, and how she's projecting all of her trauma onto these fucking Muppets, Mm -hmm. and the mayhem, and all of it. Yeah, because I think what she wants deep down is, like... Security of family. Of course. (laughs) And then, like, it's so funny because Hannah comes in here and she's, like, complaining about social media. And Uh there's a line where she says, "Um, it's almost like social media is shallow and pointless. And I just think that's so (laughs) funny because it definitely is. The more I read about how dopamine affects our brains and, like flooding your brain with dopamine and how it actually causes a natural deficiency where you're like you become dependent on things it's like you know you wonder why there's more depression and more Mm -hmm. fucked upness in the world now and it's like i mean social media definitely plays a role in that yeah and it's not just looking at other people's lives it's the dopamine hit you get when you're just like constantly being bombarded mm-hmm. with things you're like and hey i'm guilty of it i fucking look at social media constantly yeah like before i go to, especially before i go to sleep anyway so <laughs> moving <laughs> on muppets moving right along nora and hannah then bond over their successes and failures and watch the elton john episode of the muppet show when he's isn't he in like a tracksuit in that episode elton john i think he Oh, no, I'm thinking of MTV Unplugged, Elton John, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. He did an MTV Unplugged. It's like a pink fucking, like, triangular-esque tracksuit. Yeah. Uh-huh. He did do an MTV <laughs> Unplugged. So, yeah, Nora says, growing up, I watched our family fall apart. I'm not going to let that happen again. And uh, it it sparks Nora's decision to get the band back together. She apologizes with Moog first and gets him back on board. Why doesn't she start her own band? Then t- and tells him that she needs him. Why doesn't Nora start her own band? Like, dudes, like, she doesn't concentrate on, keep her eyes on your own paper, Nora. She, well, like, doesn't know how to pay attention to herself. I don't really know what she knows from producing. No, I don't know what she knows from producing either. You know, she works for this label. It seems like JJ she has did drive, everything. JJ and Moog. <laughs> yeah. She has a lot of ambition, but she doesn't seem to, like, like, I don't know. I don't know. What? Wait, you're absolutely yeah. I, I, what is she doing? None of this makes sense. What is she gonna do? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, this episode was very middling. That's basically how this episode ends, with that she's gonna go fucking save everybody. You know, she's gonna get them all back together to just play the Hollywood Bowl. Like they all have their own little hopes and dreams that they're trying to fulfill right now. Yeah, and, and it's we're all gonna about dash what that. She wants. Yeah, so that she can have the success of having them play the Hollywood Bowl like she promised. Them. Yeah. Super fucking weird. I know, it's weird, yeah. All right, the notes for this episode are the title comes from the song Drift Away as made famous by Uncle Cracker and Dobie Gray. Follow me. Follow At the end of the episode, Nora, Hannah, and Animal watch the Mayhem's performance of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road with Elton John from his appearance on The Muppet Show. I love that. The audio, however, is replaced by the original recording for the album Goodbye, by the same name. Oh, that's Road. interesting that yeah. they didn't use the actual audio from that episode. Well, think about it. It's such a different, probably, sound. Yeah. It, it probably that, definitely like, sounds... It's like AM to FM. And yeah, it's like a shittier recording because it was for television from the 70s. and Yeah, all mm-hmm. of that. All right. 
This episode was fine, Megan, right? It was I don't fine. know. fine. There were some fun lines. Do you but any... it like it like happened and ended so quickly. I was it like, It did end really abruptly. Where was the episode? Yeah, like my spacing for my notes is all out of sorts because of that. Do you have anything else in your notes? No. Before we close her up? My goopy gal pal. That's it. <laughs> so if you want to be one of our goopy gal pals, you can follow <laughs> us on social media at ITTWTM. Message us. We encourage you to message us. Write a nice review on iTunes. A we'll nice read one. it. Um, I think that's it. Next week we're going to be watching track the ten. Is the next finale. Week. Track ten entitled "We Will Rock You." And then we're going to be back to the Muppets Classic. And then we'll be back to Classic Muppets. So until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Janice.